This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Free Left Turn here on 89.0 Independent Community Media. Feels a little bit, a little bit like a bit, sh- bit of a sharp breeze out there, doesn't it, Fred? Yeah, the weather's dropped. It's it dropped indeed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I've, got me, I've got my old jersey on and long yeah. pants and, and being a bit of a Brit, Mick would be impressed. I've got my socks in my, in my thong. Uh, what do you call it? Not thongs. What do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> get, get my head out of my trousers, Fred. Uh, what do you call these things? Uh, chocks, clog, clogs, I think, yeah. Yeah, but they're not wooden. Yeah, they're not wooden, yeah. But they're quite good. I like these plastic clogs, they're quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, this will this probably work out to be the last sh- uh, live show of the year. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's Christmas, you know. Is it? Next, Is it Christmas? Well, it's been a fish where you don't really notice much, different. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's next, next week it's Christmas Day, and the week after that is New Year's Day, so bang, bang. Yeah, God. yeah, everyone gets a break. And, and for those who are working and are privileged enough to have jobs, etc., that's um, great that hopefully they get a break and a chance to catch up. Yeah, oh, yeah, refresh a, a bit, reprieve. yeah. Reprieve, and, you know, let's face it, I think we're looking like, unless um, Omnicrom... Spoils things. Um, looks, looks like everyone will be able to travel to where they need to go to to yeah, um, visit Om- family and mm. spend some time sharing the love. You know, I bet Omnicrom. Yeah, they they did say it's showed up in this country now. So, hmm. well, we'll see. It's, it's uh, pretty virulent. So we'll see. The the only thing I want to comment on that, although it's been um, massively going around the world so far, the hospitalisations haven't reflected. That, yeah. that so yeah, it, yeah. that that may well be a mild, hopefully a mild aversion. Yeah, there was a child. Yeah, and just speaking of COVID, there was a child that passed away. So, hmm. oh yeah, no, the, and well, I noticed in the MIQ in Christchurch, they've got three or four COVID cases, mm-hmm. and uh, I think three are of Omicron, and the other one is Delta. So you know, yes. on the same plane or something. So it just shows mm-hmm. you. So yeah, yeah. So no, well, nervous times still. Um, COVID hasn't gone away by any means. Yeah, there was there was sad news, but it wasn't in New Zealand. Um, but it was, and it's nothing to do with COVID. Did you did you see the article about the um, the uh, Balancey Castle in in Tasmania? Oh, I did that. Yeah, it was tragic. It was a yeah, terrible tragic. thing. Yeah. Well, tragic because you know we, you, you're going along and having a fun, and I don't care a few people get their arms broken or whatever, yeah. kids tumbling or adults uh, mm-hmm. tumbling down. Well, adults should be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I've been at one drunken Balancey Castle stage in my lifetime. Yeah, well, um, yeah. <laughs> and a few people were sore the next day, but yeah, but 
Yeah, this was tragic. Um, just obviously a, a wind gust. And I, I said they've all jumped in and said, oh, you know, what about this? But, you know, you have a fine day. It's no problem. And then you get a little sort of uh, summer, uh, what do you call it, summer little twister yeah. comes in. You know, you're not expecting it. Yeah. yeah. And um, whether it was tied down or, or mm. it was meant to be, they are meant to be tied down. Quite so. Because they know these things can happen. But yeah, yeah, tragic, yeah. For, tra- tragic for the families and at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, something yeah. that was quite. Uh, and in Tasmania too, so yeah. Yeah. No. So, but mm-hmm. it, I see it's happened around the world. You know, they, they they had a bit of a news clip on other other similar sort of tragedies. Yeah. Because yeah. they get picked up and get, you can get lifted quite, you know, high in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And falling from that height. Well, mm-hmm. well actually, speaking of that, is mm. also the you know in America last week was it, uh, the week before now um, tornadoes. You know? Yeah, there was something connected to that. There was that candle factory. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and they were worried there was going to be, a, and it was a loss of life uh, around a hundred or so. But um, yeah, it just flattened it. You know, if you get in the way of one of these tornadoes, and they're very narrow, you can be on one side and you can be across the road, yeah, yeah. and you 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 don't know it's there. Don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's the. Um, they said the employer wasn't going to let people out. Yeah, and that was. I think Amazon are talking about it too. So yeah. there'll be some lawsuits around if that was yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that sort of reminds you of the um, the historical one that when they hit Frankton that's in the forties, right. it was only just down one side of the street. Yeah, yeah. it was on this side um, of um, Lake Road. Yeah. I, I was in one, and uh, when I say was in one, I was in in um, Putaridi, where was a young fellow working just after left school, working on a dairy farm, and I was sit- we were sitting there having lunch, and we didn't really um, in the sp- farmhouse, and um, sort of noticed a few leaves, but nothing to work anymore going across the mm. paddock. Mm. We come out, and the the all the the hedging and everything else had just disappeared, you know. Yeah, and yeah. We, we, you know, the house wasn't touched, you know. On the on the eve of the um, two thousand and I think it was five election, there was a tornado through Hamilton, yeah, and it came through down Gower Park and it came down just down our fence line. Yep, it flattened a fence one of one of our fences and it flattened um, other fences along the way and it sort of went out near where the Salvation Army nest was and down and down over the river across Cobham Drive and flat okay. a bit, quite a bit of damage. Yeah. Yeah, they so. dissipate eventually, don't they? Just yeah, but, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, but they, they don't, they must be scary. You know, yeah. what, do you, what do you do? But, um, yeah. Yeah, because I looked at the one in, in um, the one in uh, Kentucky and the, it just went straight through the, fr- when a piece of timber goes straight through the front of a truck. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's scary. There would be, Mm. Immensely scary things. Yeah, yeah. 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 All those people that died. Yeah. Wizard yeah. of Oz. You remember the Wizard of Oz? You know, Dorothy and hiding in the <laughs> hurricane in the tornado shelter. I think you know. The, yeah, she under did. the bed, but she didn't get there or something. So it's yeah. all, all a dream or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just a story. And speaking of that, I think she'll tell me there was some someone. It was, it was in a little bit of media snip that someone found photos that had uh, or something that had gone fourteen hundred metres away or 14 kilometres or something from where the house was. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, that's, possi- that's possible, yeah. 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 Well, probably 14 kilometres, probably. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they, they're prone to that type of, yeah, and, and they talk about weather change and climate, climatic change that they're getting worse, but yeah. probably they've always been like that because it's, cause it's always been what they call tornado, tornado alley. Through yeah, there, yeah, yeah. So, you know, America's yeah. well known for it, of course, and yeah. and New Zealand. We do get a few, but they're usually pretty small. But yeah. we've had loss of life, so yeah. Yeah, here in in Frankton, yeah. and uh, that person that was killed up at um, um, up in Auckland a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can I go on to a, a more positive thing? Yeah, we'll talk. Free left turn. 
North Shrubshire is a little uh, 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 was a little by election, a by election in, in the UK yesterday, mm. and it's been in the uh, Tories have held it for a couple of hundred years, apart from two years or something, and and they threw out the Tory uh, candidate. Um, and yeah, sad. <laughs> the Liberal Democrats, uh, Helen Morgan, um, got voted in for six thousand majority. Jesus, yeah. So that was a big, big. Uh, well, it's a big surprise. Uh, the punters certainly punished the Tories and and Boris Johnson probably for some of his shenanigans and and lack of leadership and etc. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So that'd be that'd be a bit shocked by that. And um, there's other things that happened. The, uh, the by-election happened because Owen Patterson was a Tory MP, been there a long time, but he got involved with getting paid for doing private stuff at the same time he was an MP. Well, you've heard that sto- and, those stories before. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I think that if you were a local punter, you'd be a bit bit miffed that um, he, he was meant to be in your MP, but he was also making sure he was looking after himself, you know? Could, yeah. yeah. I think Shropshire is largely rural. It's very rural, so I think yeah. there's more sheep, you know, it's up... You said by Wales or something? Up oh, by the Welsh border. There's I think no, north no cities there, yeah. and it's probably very white, um, and so very, very rural, and I say that's why it's been held in a conservative... Yeah. Um, that's the, the main... Domain, the main, I guess. Yeah, I think Mick will probably concur, but the main, the main settlement is a place called Shrewsbury, and you know what Shrewsbury's are. You eat them with your cup of no, tea. Oh, Shrewsbury, <laughs> I don't know if... It might be, be South Shrubshire, I don't know. No, right Shrewsbury, well, yes, yeah. but Shrewsbury, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you, you have your... Okay. With, with, your, with your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but what I, I really wanted to talk about, about it, the, the Liberal Democrat uh, candidate, you know, had their, have, they have acceptance speeches when they, mm-hmm. when they call out the result. And boy, crikey, was she hard-hitting. She just got stanked the people, but then got stuck into Boris and said, you know, you should have been looking after the people of England, of, of the UK. Mm-hmm. Instead, you were trying to figure out how to get your flat decorations <laughs> paid for and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, it's not about Christmas parties at number ten. It's about yeah. She didn't leave anything to anything to anything bear. She she didn't just say thank you very much. I'll do what I can. Yeah. She had a real hook at the Tories and Boris Johnson in particular. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so what, who was the um did did um the Tories have a new candidate? Yeah, they did, and yeah, he yeah. was his name was uh, Neil Shastri Hurst. And he was um, mix, uh, Indi- well, I'd say he might be mixed blood mixed or whatever. Blood, yeah. um, from and uh, he came from Birmingham, so he was an out of towner. That didn't help. So probably the fact <laughs> yeah, that, he that was too, yeah. part Indian, out of towner against the local, and she was a local woman uh, and mm. w- European. Um, so yeah, the Tories probably a bad selection of of you know if you're going to have these things. You, Ideally, you have people in your local... Local, people. usually, yeah, they, but it happens here too, though. They don't... Oh, of course not. They can, people can buy them in and buy their way in. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah. So w- what happened to Labour in that seat then? Well, this is the other interesting thing, is that in her acceptance speech, she thanked the Labour voters that um, basically uh, moved across and voted for her, because Labour only got three... Um, only got about 3,000 votes, and she got 16 or 17,000 yeah, okay. votes. So, yeah. And that was a push, she said. But she said, you, you know, people, she just said, thank Labour voters for their common sense. Oh, because, yeah. Because if the Labour voters had still voted Labour and, and yeah, everyone well, else, you'd end up... Quite, Tories coming through the middle. The Tories would, yeah, yeah. would still hold it. So she, yeah. she acknowledged that. And she sort of encouraged that people need to th- be thinking like that around the country. Yeah. When it comes to the voting, is not till two thousand and twenty-four. It's a long way away, so it's not actually a threat to the Tories or the Conservatives um, in Parliament because they've got a huge majority. 
but by by suggesting, well, actually, we won't do deals, but voters should think about who they if they want to get rid of someone, they need to think who they vote for. Yeah, yeah, we we get that sort of example. I think that kind of example here would be. Um, Epson. Yeah, but that's sort of a more of a deal. It's a dirty deal. Yeah, it's a deal, you know. Yeah, it shouldn't be deals, but people should be. But I think, I'm think i thinking to myself, thinking if there's enough Labour voters, they would be smart enough to vote for the national imp- national candidate to get rid of the act person. Probably not. <laughs> <Let me> think, <laughs> yeah, in Wimmera and Mission Bay and that. Probably no, there's probably not. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're probably comfortable Labour, Labour voters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to, um, I've got a couple, a couple of things, Craig. Yeah. Sure. Um, one of them was a, a interesting, a, a little about how um, Christopher Fabergé, I mean Christopher <laughs> Luxon, sorry, um, and a, a little letter in the edit uh, to the editor in the Herald this week, and it's um, called, and it's called, I'll just read it out if I may. Ideal leadership with Christopher Luxon, a declared Christian. Will we see him show Jesus's care for the poor? by introducing policies that stop the escalation of our country's devastating inequality? Will he distribute his wealth to those without homes or other basics of life and his knowledge of the impossibility of the rich entering the kingdom of heaven? Perhaps he will capitalise some of the $90,000 he is currently amassing every week from capital gains on his seven houses and use it to help hundreds of children who are missing out on education because they don't have the devices at home. Mm-hmm. A Christian in a position of power Sounds perfectly wonderful. Susan Grimstall, Auckland Century. Central. <laughs> I thought that's how clever. Very witty. Yeah. Very know, witty, yeah. Very witty. Very witty. Yeah. That, that's quite so true because he has, what, what does he have? He has all these properties. He gets his capital gains from it. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. I, you know, let's face it, there's always going to be rich and poor and good luck to him on his wealth. But, okay, yeah, it's, it seems to be something contradictory between someone if you have good, strong Christian values when you're amassing wealth. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I just and, – and where that would apply if you're an Islam, you know, Muslim or anything. Yeah, else, I think um, it's cross-the-board stuff, yeah. Cross-the-board stuff of that. But And there's another little one here in the same page since we're on to the thing, and this is about the um, environment, and culprits identify it. With the borders having been closed for so long, we now need to face the harsh truth that is the people who call this beautiful country home who are trashing it. It, is, it isn't international visitors who are dumping their garden waste in bags of rubbish on the roadside or in reserves. There aren't hordes of unruly tourists who are throwing their bottles, cans, cigarettes, coffee cups and takeaways from the car windows. It is Kiwis. Far from being 100% pure, we should be ashamed about the state of this country and the way we are treating it. Mm. Katie Gormley, St. Helliers. Yeah, and, and interestingly, wasn't it in the Hamilton Press last week of a of a, a sewage leak or a um, wastewater leak in, into a stream in the Flagstaff area? That was, oh, I was, think was, there was. Went yeah. unchecked for quite some time. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. And they, they apologised, and I don't yeah, know. too bloody late though. Yeah, sure. And it, and it does happen, but hopefully they learn from it. And, yeah, yeah, and doesn't that sort of indicate to you about this whole whole thing about the three waters stuff and um, empire protection by councils and councils' inability to look after water infrastructure? Um, yeah, it could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's face it, whether it's a fact, what happened, why it actually um, uh, broke or whatever, sometimes it, it can be a tree falling on a pipe or mm-hmm. uh, subsidence or everything else but it certainly um it certainly shows you because let's say any of these things that happen and they go wrong what who pays the price 
the environment. environment yeah, who pays the price? You know, yes, so uh, yes. you have a sewerage leak, like Wellington, they've had them and all that. And if it's from older pipes or stuff that hasn't been done mm. because there isn't the money to put in or it's not the priority, then yeah. 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 And that, I'm like you, I'm a fan of three waters. Oh, I'm yeah. a, a fan of three waters in the holistic viewpoint that we all need i need to take some responsibility mm. as a citizen of this country yeah. for helping making sure that someone doesn't do a poo in the wellington harbour because there's no sewage bond yeah or no the or the failed wastewater system yeah, yeah you know yeah, so yeah, we all, yeah. and okay in an ideal world everything's right but but let's face it we've had massive migration here mm. and of course I would have thought I would have asked for some sort of infrastructure taxes if people come through the door to help pay for it. But we haven't. We've allowed all this capital gains and massive inequality and building of houses, but we haven't kept up with with the infrastructure. Yeah, 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 that's quite correct. And so that's what I would have... um, That's what I would like to see. The three waters is hopefully going, Okay, this is where the populations are going and there's no problem with that, but, okay, have we got... Have we got wastewater you know have we got um sewage worked out have we got what are we doing with our wastewater and individual councils are doing it you go now to any of the projects yeah, and they yeah, are yeah, building, yeah 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 they are building um soak pits and and um, leachates etc to grab the storm water and, and, yeah, and yeah, filter yeah. it a bit so it is happening but it needs to happen we need to have an, a, a national oversight and it'll come back to they're not going to have someone just sitting in wellington Getting up in the morning and driving somewhere, there'll still be the local councils. That's, still but they, they haven't lost it. That, that's, and that's, that, that's still going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's they under this. They think they're going to lose it, but they're not. No. And the, and the other part of it is the racist comment. Well, the undertones that yeah. and we've talked about this before. The undertones are that um, well, you know, Maori might um, take over. Well, actually, um, go back to the treaty and that Maori yeah. have an absolute right to say, have a say in how water is treated. Yeah, you know? that was under the under the treaty that it's a sovereignty thing. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, the, yeah. and and people will jump up and down about that. Well, look at the t- treaty. What well, we did it? sign the treaty, and the treaty allowed, I remind yeah. people, the treaty allowed land to be purchased off, uh, off Māori. The Crown mm-hmm. purchased lots of land off Māori, and uh, rightly how it was done, etc. There's a few shady things happened, mm-hmm. etc. But in the end, it meant that um, colonisation could happen, yeah. and people could come in and start developing land and all that, you know. So yeah. the treaty is illegal. You, people benefited. Europeans, uh, settlers, benefited, benefited from vastly from the treaty. Yes. Now it's time for the COVID shuffle. Oh, are you coming yes. out, eh? Yes, Mick's I'm going out, yet, and uh, Mick should be coming in. He's not mm-hmm. yet. What did we disappear to? Oh, yes, oh, he's there. Yes, oh, so okay. the COVID shuffle is on <laughs> in, in, in play. <laughs> Goodbye, Craig. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm in the hot seat, mate. Good morning. Well, good day, guys. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. A mixed bag this week. Uh, I'll start on a positive note. I was quite chuffed that um, the North, North Shropshire by-election didn't go Boris's way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, it wasn't 200 years, it's 100 years. They've had oh, 100 years. Yeah, because oh, just 200 years yeah. will be the age of rotten boroughs. And I don't okay. think North Shropshire as a seat existed then. But <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, no, just, I stand to be just a Thank you. Yeah, that's fine. But, um, yeah, um, this, this is an article that caught my eye on Wednesday's Times. The government likely to have driven up rents. This is the Auditor General's report which slams... The government's use of rental properties for emergency houses, say, saying they likely drove up rents, which mm, 
there's possibility that that may well be the case. But I think the, the owners of these properties that became available for the government to use have to take some share of the blame because they've been taken... They've obviously done nothing illegal. They've just been charging yeah. market rates. Yeah. And, and let's face it, they've got a, a dis- the desperate and, purchaser. And, and, yeah, the dis- and they're saying that they're like... Um, saying that this purchasing or renting of properties has likely dri- distorted the market, which... Again, which we know that from the motel just, situation but, and but all the that. the owners yeah. of those properties have to take some responsibility yeah. because they, yeah. they gave an example of a property rented to the government for public housing at $1,400 a week. Yeah. Two months later, that same property was $3,900 a week. Yeah, good money if you can get it, isn't it? Yeah. So some people are creaming... Yeah, yeah. not illegal. Not, it's not on it. Ethically, it's Ethically, more it's vacuum. questionable. It's a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. And they say... But look, the government's damned if it does and damned it... No, it's corporate... It, it can't dictate to the private um, owners how much... No, they and they're not doing anything illegal. And if, no. if you're desperate and someone's got, oh, I've got... I've got some properties here. Do you want to rent them? Market rates. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can get this. That sounds really exorbitant. Yeah, it does. Thirty nine hundred bucks a week. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's face it. That's taken the proverbial. There's an awful lot of old sort of uh, motels and Mm. and and that 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 have suddenly that no one would stay in or not much, and now those the owners are doing very nicely. Thank you very uh, much. We've talked about this before in the year that that some of these landowners of these um, defunct motels have made millions. Oh, yeah. And, and there's also, and fair enough, it is fair enough, that if someone comes in and you've got someone in, the government has said they'll fix them. Mm. So not wear and tear, but if someone's come in and, and, trashed and sadly it. trashed it or anything yeah. else, um, the government has to pick up the tab and, and hopefully get that back off the off the offender or the person who's done. Yeah. But a lot of these people are poor, dysfunctional. It's know. a slow get back, you know. Um, know. Yeah. So, so the, the down for doing and down for don't. Just on that, I noticed in, in Finland, I was just watching a little a doco on that, and, they have, and they've got a housing first mm. um, um, social program. And the idea is they're saying, well, we don't want, your trouble is you put people in emergency housing. You're not really fixing anything. You're giving them shelter, but you're not solving any long-term underlying problems. So their idea is that they <coughs> and and they're rolling it out is that they actually get some someone needs housing, they get a, a house that's theirs. They don't get shoved in mm. somewhere for six weeks or three months while waiting. They go into a house and, and they, that's yours, and then they bring the social services in to help with the issues around. So, Mental health or yeah. alcohol. I mean, this is another whatever, argument. Drugs. I think that um, New Zealand should follow the Scandinavian models of um, economy. Yeah, they have high taxation rates, and people yes, they complain about the taxes, but they know they're looked after from cradle to grave. Yeah, and so and you, they seem to be generally happier. And you don't have to have this mad rush to incu- accumulate right. wealth to say, "Oh, look how wealthy I am." But they still have rich people. They still have poor people, oh, but yeah. the state's still part of the, the equation. Yeah. And so, so if it, the population is far more settled, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're generally happier. Yeah. And it, they've, they've said that. They've done these so-called happiness indicators, yeah, which yeah. Are, are university have done, and the Scandinavian countries oh, keep, well, always come out on top. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose if you ask someone in, um, you know, in, in the better classes, their lives are probably happier in New Zealand. Well, the but we, we need to ask the people in South Auckland how happy they are. But had. we had that model back, no, back in the 70s and 80s, no? Yeah. We're about tenth or something, so we're pretty good. But yeah, there's room for improvement. Room for improvement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What else you got, mate? Uh, water restrictions have started. Yep. Yeah, yeah I um, heard that. You told me that. Yeah. 
So, obviously, summer's arrived. Well, not today, if you look at that well, one. I know, eh? it looks pretty miserable yeah. there, yeah. But hopefully people will conserve water and not, not waste it on washing the cars and stuff like that. Well, it goes Cause back... Because it, it said in one day, I think in the article, it quoted in one day, they went through 75 million litres of water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, huge. And it's, it's, well, well, we've got population growth. Yeah. Um, and so, you know. So Washing machines, people, dish dryers. Yep, showers, whatever, whatever gardens, etc. So uh, and it goes back to three waters. Unless we're keeping up with the plan, mm. the bigger picture is have we got enough water? Have we got it? You know, how do we get people to conserve water? But if we're um, using that, that, that rate, that's a phenomenal amount of water, oh, yeah. potable water. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we've got a, a Waikato River, but there's other sources to it, mm. you know, and that, that water, go back to the three waters holistic idea, is, okay, we need to use water from the Waikato River and other sources. We need it to be clean, but then what we put back needs to be clean as well for, for right. the Huntley people and for, yeah. the, for the Auckland people because they suck some of it up yeah. um, for them as well. So, yeah. So yeah. water, okay. So I won't wash my. I don't wash my car very often. You probably noticed. You're setting a good example, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's me. Because I mean, the car can handle it. Yeah, it's, it's more um, aesthetics, I suppose. You want a nice shiny. Oh, car. you know, if you're going off to a wedding or well, somewhere, yeah, yeah, you know, and and they, it's good for. But you don't have to wash it every week. I know crazy. it's crazy, eh? Yeah. I, about once a year, I think. I might wash it twice a year. Well, just leave it when the cobwebs are too just, much. Just, just leave it outside for the rain to do it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see that talks are underway to bring back tree protection rules. Okay. Uh, yeah, there have been awful problems up, at, I know, in Auckland. Is, about, this was um, in uh, held on Tuesday. And, yeah, because people, they used to have a blanket protection thing and it caused all sorts of problems. And they did away with it. Uh, National did away with it in 2013. Yeah, and they've had dreadful And, of course, problems. now you've got unscrupulous developers who, well, I think there was a... A beautiful 120-year-old Bahutakawa tree in Cabo Pass was felled. Yeah, and he, they were le- illegal, legally allowed to do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, but, but it's, it's short-sighted, I think, because... Um, but there's it, also a lot of what are people who've got homes wanting the view out to the sea, etc. Uninterrupted. And, mm. of course, you know, they uh, sneak down, get someone to sneak down, poison hurt themselves, it. and they poison them in the middle of the night. And these days, the portable drills, um, mm. you know, go zzz, zzz, Poured in, and um, that's it. Oh, it's happened around here too. Oh, it? it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah so hopefully, um, uh, the mayor says no, no intention of using any of the billion dollar to be raised for a proposed new climate tax to add trees to the notable tree register. But we do need to be in protection environment. Isn't all just about clear filling and building houses? You, you wanted to make the place look well, and people aesthetic. enjoy. It. Yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't so, just want concrete and brick yeah. and... No, but you also do need to have planning to go, right, yeah. are these trees in the right place, etc. And But you do need to preserve mm. stuff that it's not, not doing anyone any harm, yeah. leave it alone. I mean, more inclined to let, let exotic trees be dropped, unless there's some sort of historical significance. But we should be looking after our native trees. Or, yeah, or bats, because, you know, mm. since we went to that bat thing, the, the, the long-tailed bats, which we have in Hamilton and, and, and the Waikato, is, that, of course, they're not fussy whether it's an indigenous tree no. f- um, or it's an long old oak tree. To per- roost. Yeah, as long as it's got a little hole in the yeah. tree from a tree, a dead tree branch or something, they'll be there. So, um, yeah, no, it's good. On that, can I just move on to, yeah, the, yeah. The, to the Hamilton City Council? They've just come out with this 30-year plan about council commits to making the city greener. Mm-hmm. And at present, we've got less than 2% of our city is what they called um, vegetation cover, 
um, in the city. And so they're wanting to get it, that up to 10% by 2050. We're down to, we're down to 2%. Yeah, yeah. So that, so which, what it means is um, identifying gullies, mm. and not just gullies though, we have lots of parks, et cetera, that have got green grass on them, et cetera, that they could probably put little uh, mortus, little copses of, no, of yeah. trees on, et cetera. Um, and also I, I do believe it's even things like mowing the grass, you know, People might have thoughts on it because mowing the, if you leave the grass long, you you actually get more absorb, absor, absorbing the carbon, etc. Whereas you mow it every week, and it looks nice, but it's not doing as it much. It also as, encourages um, insect life as well. Well, I say you leave the grass longer, you'll get more bees, etc. Yeah, yeah. Come in. So so the council's got a plan, and the the plan is to do that and identify areas. So you should see we should see that in our our lifetimes. We've already seen quite a lot of effort in some well, we, places. We need to do because um, trees you know, like, act like lungs for us. Well, they're a sponge, just yeah, like yeah. the swamp is. We need carbon, trees. Sponge. Carbon trap. Yeah, so, um, but, and they're looking, it's interesting, they're looking for more, saying, well, we have to also increase people to look after it because it's all very well having these vegetation areas. But they need to be looked after. Yeah, so they're going to try and encourage more volunteers. And yeah, I was going to say, more community groups like you do, you go what, down to a patch down by the old velodrome and um, yeah, try, yeah, and, yeah. try and maintain. And that's only two acres, but there is plenty of places that people can do stuff. So Didn't you, don't you have say to they weren't, they're not, not going to cut the grass as often or as short? They're not, that's what the, the idea is, that unless it has to be um, short for Because of like a firebreaker. You know, sport, yeah. that areas they'll do less mowing, etc. Because that's still a sponge. If you've got yeah. grass that's that's one inch high against grass that is three inches high, you know, that absorbs more, more carbon, yeah. etc. Because so. you've got to try and balance between a fire risk and if you get grass that's yeah, and, like hay. Uh, yeah. You've got to balance it, especially if you're in a yeah. in So there'll be, be, there'll be some TV Hopefully things, some common sense will prevail. Yeah, but it's a, it's a good idea and... Going back it's more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. You don't just want to see concrete. You want to see some natural... Yeah, and I also think, oh. you know, um, for as far as volunteers, you know, there's there's lots of people that are in retirement villages, mm. etc., or people who aren't working or whatever. If they know that they can go and do some weeding or whatever, because I go down there, I yeah, yeah. have a working bee once a week on a Wednesday, but I often go down and just weed around. Potter around. Potter around. Yeah. Um, and okay, there's a, you need to sort of have a bit of knowledge or a bit of education how to do it. But everyone could, if once they know how to do it, can could do it. Yeah. And and there's lots of places. Just about no matter where you live in in New Zealand, but in in Hamilton, there's there's little bits of bush or something, and that is only going to increase with this plan. Yeah. So it's quite a good deal. People living in a retirement village, you don't have to. So we've got to balance it because you know the population increase and more houses. It's trying to find that balance, same. Eh? Yeah, but and you don't need. You know, we're not talking about um, safari huge park. Big, safari, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a plan and it, it does improve the visual and the aesthetics. Walking through um, nature, etc., is it's really quite good uplifting. for your mental health and, yeah, yeah. and everything else. Back to nature, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's me on that one. Yeah, it's a bit of a sound note. Uh, this is the this is on um, Tuesday's copy of the Times. And this is the um, Hamilton's hospice charity shop got done over and it's been hit, thieves have broken in a dozen times over the past five years and four times in the last week and it's left them with a $60,000 bill. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And um, I just think these are, yeah. 
a, a few choice expletives ran through my mind. And, yeah, because the, these organisations are not just they're running year; they're relying on dona- people donating goods that can be sold yeah. on to raise money for, in this case, for yeah. people with terminal illnesses. But there's also there's all these other yeah, charity this shops. This isn't Robin Hood stuff. Robin no, from no, the rest is, to help the poor. This no, is, no, this this is, is low life. Robin from the poor, basically. Yeah, yeah. the vulnerable, yeah. and so. And these people need to commend the community. I mean, they're doing this all year round, trying to raise yeah. money for, for people that need it. So, Not a nice thing to hear at Christmas time. No, but unfortunately, Christmas time also brings out the worst. You know, people get houses broken into and have their presents nicked. Yeah. And can I, can I do, before sure? you do the next one, just before uh, case Craig kicks me out soon, um, you and I watched the John Campbell hate program. That was I, very interesting, eh? Yeah, on TV. Uh, TV no one, surprises, though. I wasn't. When he, when the way you'd, they were talking, those first responders and the amount of, and people working supermarkets, I wasn't surprised that this is going on. Yeah, for for the listeners, this is t- TV One yeah. last Sunday. Yeah, it was a, about hate, wasn't it? About hate, hate and anger, etc., and why New Zealand's got quite angry, which has been exacerbated by the COVID, of course. But this is this is this was going on before COVID came out. This yeah. antisocial. Yeah. My take from it and Cheryl's take from it was basically that social media hasn't helped. You know, the, it's the, certainly a contributor the to the behaviour. News and and all this, and everyone's finding opinions and all that, and what not not being able to cope with. Well, this is an opinion, not truth. They're taking it yeah. as a truth rather yeah. than okay. This is a person's opinion about. The but world. they can't seem to handle things not going their way all the time. They get the supermarket trolleys. Supermarkets a bit slow in processing them, and they take take it out on the, per, the person, person on, on minimum on the pay. Chill. Yeah. I and mean, yeah. it's just not all, no, it's yeah. just bad but behaviour. It was a very good program, and I'm, I'm, and I'm so glad brilliant. it was. I'm, I'm glad they talked about it, yeah. rather than just hide it and just, but you know, we. Took, It'd be worth repeating again sometime. Yeah, I, yeah, and I hope they do a bit more of it because they had psychologists there. And, yeah, 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 and they basically saying just, just re- put yourself in rain, people's shoes rain and just, in. just rein it in. Because you wouldn't put up with you on the receiving end of that no. stuff. And but I, I think some of it's to do with social media. There's awful comments on but, social but media. But some of those violence they were advocating these people, it was just over the top. It's just um, that woman who was, I think she was a social worker. I can't remember the organisation, but she was sitting in the car and those four guys walked Come up and started her. giving her grief and oh, we'll trash your car while she's in it. Yeah. You're thinking, what's that all about? Yeah, just. Just stupidity, nasty stuff, eh? Yeah. So that was a, a that was a. If anyone, you can, I think you can see it on demand and all that. But um, it made, made made you think and reflect, you know. Oh yeah. So um, you but know. the behaviour that people seem to think they can get away with wasn't acceptable. It was not acceptable now, but it was certainly wasn't acceptable twenty, thirty years ago because social mores, social reaction would make people think twice what before behaving. But I, I, I go back to to social media, etc. That people write comments and, and or they hide behind anonymity. Well, or even put their names in, and they, and they just say something online, and it's like, oh, you know, she's a blah blah or whatever about what the prime minister. Well, you wouldn't say that to their face, and you wouldn't probably say it to a stranger, but you could seem quite happy to say mm-hmm. it. And that some of that's dripped over into into real it's, life. It's cowardice, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is. So it's some um, nasty stuff. Yeah, so that's okay. All right, that was me on that one. Yeah, and uh, oh, on a positive note, um, I see the Christmas bonus for bus drivers. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, go bus. Yeah. Uh, Waikato bus drivers are set to pocket a thousand dollar bonus after after the Waikato Regional Council announced a Christmas bonus payment of two hundred grand, and plus they get they'll a get thousand. a pay rise yeah. up to 
because they've been living, working on less than a living wage and also get a pay rise of up to $22.75 per hour. Yeah. And, that, and that's oh, good. Oh, great. Yeah. Other organisations need to do it, like supermarkets and, and yeah. pay, chop, pay, no, top up some of their minimum wage staff who have no, been working there all year. Yeah. They, they could afford to chip in a couple hundred bucks bonus for them for, you know, just show yeah, goodwill. Just show some appreciation. Yeah. You know, and it's not a, let's face it, uh, sadly, bus drivers do get a lot Cop of grief while we're talking well. about yeah, the yeah. hate and anger. They often get people who aren't very polite, no. etc. And, uh, you know, and I've always, I, I used to take the bus regularly, but, you know, I always used to, uh, or just as a matter of fact, I always say hello when I hop on. Yeah, and thank, and look, thank, thank you when I, when I leave. Yeah, because you know? yeah, they're, they're providing a service. But, but some, some people just think, oh, it's, it's fair game, like, have a go at them. Yeah, and so, you know, they do put up flock. Plus, they're driving a, a machine that's probably worth $500,000 or whatever. In heavy traffic, so, and they're responsible. And that, yeah, yeah, so they deserve, you yeah. know, it's a responsibility taking others. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't want to be a bus driver. Some, some of those. I wouldn't be able to drive. I'm not pretty useless. But I can drive. You, you go yeah. with me, but um, I'm not. It's not what I like doing. I'd rather no. walk somewhere. If but I, I know the traffic has it's got worse. Yeah. But, you know. yeah. And another positive note. Um, do you see that those missionaries who were abducted in Haiti got released? I see that, yep. All of them? Yep. So that's a really good Was there outcome. a payout to them? To well, we don't know. The reports didn't mention any payout. Okay. They just, they were found two hours south of um, Port-au-Prince. Okay. So they ferried them back in. Under the, the one remaining tree that's still standing in Haiti, yeah. probably. But apart yeah. from some severe weight loss during their captivity, okay. uh, they've had medical checkups and... They seem to be okay, so that was a really good outcome. No, yeah, that could have turned nasty. Nice to hear a positive out of Haiti because it's yeah, because normally cops. Oh, Haiti's Haiti's a dysfunctional mess. Yeah, yeah, and America wants to have a go at Ukraine and Russia and China. Wasn't have a look, you know, it's back door. Why don't they actually do some kindness in in a big way, not just pretend they're doing it? Yeah. So what else is it? Oh yeah, Bangladesh. Fifty years this week since yep. um, it seceded from Pakistan, or what okay. was West Pakistan? Okay. And so there was the on Al Jazeera saying that yeah, they've made some inroads. It's gone. It's now the eighth largest, no, seventh largest country in the world, population, population wise, one hundred seventy million. Yeah. And yes, they managed to drag some people out of poverty. They do admit there's a lot more to do because there are several million people who live in. Yeah. Is that where the Rohingya have come into? F- yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Fled from Myanmar? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, just recently Bangladesh has been getting some bad press because of the way they've been handling the Rohingya and they wanted to ferry some off, off to those but, islands which are completely exposed to tsunamis yeah, and whatever. Yeah. And, and sea level rise. But sea yeah, level rise, yeah. so. Okay. Yeah, so 50 years. I mean, I was a sprightly 18 year old when that war kicked off. Okay. But, um, Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's some um, yeah, interesting history, eh? Time moves on. Yeah. yeah. And I see the sabre, sabre rattling still going on, the Crimean, um, Ukraine, Russian border, oh, and, yeah, yeah. and the European Union is threatening more sanctions if if um, Russia doesn't toe the line or ups the There must be so many sanctions everywhere, you know. It's, but um, we've said before, sanctions don't really work. They, they don't affect the people that who can make the decisions. Make decisions. No. It affects the people on the street. Mary, who's his lost hard anyway. And talk about sanctions. I mean, I see that negotiations in in uh, in uh, Vienna with between the Iranians and um, European Union and America, who's not really negotiating in person, but and they keep each well 
Americans accusing um, Iranians of um, lack just of the good, Americans good or faith. the Israelis. <laughs> well, you do wonder, right? Yeah. And um, I see that the Iranians are now accepted that the IAEA can Bring set up cameras at, at a particular um, nuclear site. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Americans are negotiating in good faith at all. It's, it's it doesn't a, seem like it. No, no. And um, as, let's face they it, they wouldn't put up with the stuff that they've imposed on Iran no. for a minute. And how many hundreds of? Well, I believe thousands, not tens, died. tens of thousands, died because of of the sanctions. On yeah, Iran and they see, at, keep saying that they, they won't. We won't sanction humanitarian goods or. Yeah. It has it has impacted on the medis- medication yeah. coming into the, the country. The only thing that's helped save the Iranians, of course, is, is China and Russia. Yeah, have have stepped up to a certain, as much as they can because they don't have the size that America has and the influence. Of well, see has. China and Russia getting closer and closer because they see they see America as the rogue state. Um, well, you're I'm not saying that the they're all. The, I'm saying the Russians and the Americans aren't bad boys. They are can be, but in this particular case, America's one who's out well, of China. Step. Yeah, and that's exactly like you push someone. Towards each other, in the end, you go well. Okay, you've achieved the very opposite. Might, you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're cozying up. There's lots of um, the Chinese and the Russians are building um, uh, what do you call it? railway bridges yeah, yeah, and road bridges yeah. over the Amur and all that. So they're going to be a lot more connected. So there's going to yeah. be a lot more trade because Russia's got size and it's got resources, mm. and China's got population. So, um, but it's just America. You know, they just so, so seem to be so hell bent. On being um, the le- the only world leader or the only major. Yeah, no, I get the impression they still think they're in you know, Europe, um, in nineteen sixties, seventies world. No when Yeah, yeah. On that note, um, just just before I go, because Craig must be getting close yeah, to coming up, in. Yeah. Um, the geopolitics and conflict show. It's on YouTube, and mm-hmm. it, um, there's a doctor Doctor David Uolalo and Doctor Ross Stewart, and they they do interviews and they do talking about geopolitics mm-hmm. in the world. It's very good. Recommend it. Um, and they had this guy Robbie Barwick on, and he's from the Australian Citizens Party, and he actually explains Australians' attitude towards war and chi- and the Chinese and China and why the Australians are all fearful of the yellow peril, etc. Didn't so get a chance. It just came out a couple of days ago. No. But they do lots of stuff. But this this did, Robbie Barwick did, explained did, it very well. So, what did he say? Did he give a come up a reason why the Australians are so it's, anti? Anti-Chinese, anti-whatever. Well, he he does, and and basically it's like um, they've just got this fear of the yellow peril, and they sort of believe they've gone from being a a, a lackey for the for the Brits, um, and now to they become are a lackey Ameri- of Americans for yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. I better go. Come yeah. on, Craig, where are you? So get a chance. Yeah, watch it. It was good. I might even post it on our page. It was well, quite good. People, th- excuse me, we'll just do the COVID shuffle for the last time this yeah. year. Yeah, all right. All right. All I see that uh, why you guys are shuffling around, I see that um, Armenia and Turkey have come um, warmer relationships, or warmer relations, um, diplomatic, and, um, which bodes well for um, maybe settling some of the differences of opinion, especially with um, reference to the... 1919 or 1920 Armenian, um, but some I think an estimated million people died on a false march. 1915. 1915. Yeah, I wonder if they will apologise. <laughs> Maybe not, but it seems like the, the relationship seems to be improving. Mm. So, and I, I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sceptical as well, but. Yeah. Uh, hey, if, if if things improve between nations, then it's got to be it's got to be a good thing. But uh, yeah, yeah, I um I listened to a a, a a doco. It was a YouTube doco about the um 
Armenians, the 1915 massacres, and there were there were massacres, yeah. And they they did manage to um, because at the time it was um, put together, they did manage to talk to people who who remembered it. So we're thinking we're probably thinking about something that was probably made about over ten years ago. Right. And this young this elderly woman uh, remembered um, her father being decapitated by the Turks. Yeah. In that in that whole and that was one of the, that's that's just one horrific part of it. Um, of of many, because didn't it wasn't it triggered by the, the perceived the Turks perceiving the Armenians as being traitors or something? Yeah, they there was a or a brigade or some sort of military de- de- unit. De- yeah, deliberately lost against the Russians or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that was the pretext for. Yeah, but I think it's probably been going on since then. Um, a number of of um, Turk um, what were they? They had the same. They almost had the same bloody last name. Pasha, Pasha, mm-hmm. this and Pasha that. And they were actually tri- convicted or tried um, for crimes. Okay. Um, that, as a result of that, um, I think one was killed in battle, and one one was one or, or the two were assassinated. But they they were tr- they were found guilty in their absence. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So it goes back. Yeah, and yeah. it was yeah, and um, yeah, it, it was East Pakistan that became Bangladesh. Hmm. Yeah, as you were saying. And um, fifty years, fifty years, yeah, fifty years uh, this year. So yeah, quite a quite a, a milestone. To it's, say no, it's no longer a. It's now regarded as not a, not a basket case. It's now a developing nation. It's yeah. The economy has improved because I can remember the nineteen seventies. Every year there was appeal for fun. No, Bangla- no George Harrison's um, concert for Bangladesh yeah, and yeah, because that's natural disasters, and it seemed like every year. This, but it seems to have improved. But uh, I don't know. They still have their disasters yeah. though, um, because it's a low river delta. So it's low, low flooding. Yeah, yeah, and it's heavily populated. Yeah, one hundred and seventy million. And on that in that area of land, it's not it's not that, not all that big. No, for that yeah. And while I was out there, I I did listen to Helen Morgan's speech. Oh yeah, 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 good, 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 R- good rousing, um, good rousing speech. Yeah, yeah. I, have you have you seen it? No, I have no. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I'd, I'd recommend it because there's a person standing next to her. Looks like he's the um, the sheriff of act. <laughs> <laughs> was he looking uncomfortable? No, I don't know what he was doing there. Oh right, <laughs> he was dressed for the occasion probably because I think the, the Lib Dem's colour is yellow, isn't it? Yeah, um, yellow and green, or something. Yeah, something. That, but he was he was dressed yeah. mainly in yellow, and um, yeah. But just, of course, pity about these by-elections. They're just a protest vote because they never seem to build on that and no. and get a nationwide reaction. And because Boris needs to go, he's uh, yes, one of the bigger turnarounds they they've said um, in um, um, re- in say in recent times around you know you know big. Change and they, yeah. Well, those people in the north of England, who, the Labour who voted for um, Tories, are seriously regretting their decision <laughs> and will vote accordingly the next time. <laughs> yeah, probably pricking themselves in the eyes with a with a sharp stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but interesting. It, well, and I can understand why Fred said it nearly two hundred years because it was the way the article yeah, yeah, worded. Yeah. yeah, so, but the eighteen thirties or something. 18, yeah, well, 100 years, 1821, so something like that. Yeah, but it's been in the... the well, no, 1921, sorry. 1830s, they were mentioning in the, in the, in the article that I read. Well, it, 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 that may be true, because it, it, when boundaries keep changing, when they... Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, um, I understand. I'm not sure if he actually existed then in 18, but but it might have been in that same area, but under another name. But um, yeah, because some 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 uh, some seats, even in this country, have this allegiance to a particular party, and they've never been lost yeah, to yeah. the opposition. Um, and uh, ditto. Well, certainly, certainly, was a good protest vote. It was an excellent one. It was probably one of the biggest swings, as I said, um, against a sitting government. And of course, uh-huh. it's, it's highlighted the fortunes of Labour because they can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, unbelievable! Well, just three three thousand votes. I said, and, and um, I did see there was one person, an independent, who got three votes. Well, yeah, the silly party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was a uh, there was a number of candidates um, standing. So. But the the main three were basically Labour, Libs, Libs and Tories. Yeah, and that's it in a nutshell, and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What else did you talk about? You talked you talked about um, re, um, landlords and rentals and buildings and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's because the Auditor General uh, taking the pot shot at the government, saying that they've contributed to the. Either the lack of um, housing stock, or they've contributed to the disproportionate rise in the housing market. You know, mm, and that, yeah. they gave that example of that house that started off at fourteen hundred dollars a week and jumped up to thirty nine hundred bucks a week. Yeah, well, that's and the landlords have to take some. Yeah, 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 and we, as we know with the um, emergency accommodation stuff, we know that um, the government, the government via um, the Ministry of Social Development are paying these um, moteliers um, mega dollars, yeah. and some, to their credit, have made improvements to their oh, properties. Not all, not all of them, uh, yeah. To their and you can say to their credit, and that might yeah. be that there and there, but there are a lot who are highly debatable. Yeah, they will just pocket it or it gone. Well, if it, well, if is it the government spending a million dollars a day on on emergency housing of some form or another? Mm. That's and a lot of money. Like that's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, and that's taxpayers' money. Mm. And then you and then you hear you hear about the deal between um, the, it, was, it was Nationals' idea, and the, and Labor have have supported the housing deal, and it looks it sound it has a smell of ghettos, has it very much so. Yeah, I hope, so, that, and I hope it never arises over here because yeah, yeah, but it's, but it smells like it. So yeah. <laughs> I I cynically put a remark at it. A, a ghetto coming to your town soon. Well, we're, we're gonna, well it could happen because we're going to end up more, with more of these um, gated communities. Yeah, definitely. Or who's going to live? Who's going to live in these sort of housing projects as designed by who's come under this policy? Is it going to be um, across the board community, or is there going to be a certain group? A certain group, yes. Mm. A certain group, yes. And, and that gives rise to that sort of ghetto concept. Well, yeah, and because those those housing projects for not, for want of better well, won't be using the best of materials; they'll be done on the cheap. And these places, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like um, parts of the United States housing projects where you've got appalling um, living conditions. And yeah, I know. Yeah, I, we know, and we know that the price of they did they say the worldwide price of building products is quite expensive, mm. and, uh, and and you hear that even from the United States. Um, and but then you hear here that the best product to build a house is is timber, and they've done all the, the structural tests with it out of the, out of the uh, out of the yeah, yeah. school of university in, in, at Canterbury. So yeah, they talked about steel as that the the best building product, but no, it must have, it's been surpassed. 
But, yeah, because but, there's some yeah, because that remote triggers a bell because there was something talking about design. And I think it's somewhere in New York where these architects are now using wood. Yeah, as, as the main frame of, of of a house or a building. And yeah, yes, they were talking about yeah, they were talking about it in New Zealand as well. So yeah, th- things are changing, but things are, qu- are still expensive in the mm. in the in the building in the building sector. But the the big the, the big elephant in the room is still the um, the 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 lack of housing and the homelessness issue. Yeah, yeah. And when you think of the number of vacant houses or housing stock around the country, that's appalling. You so think the, you think you could with the amount of money you're spending each day that you could transfer those houses to areas where they're needed. Yeah, and, and, and maybe they might be doing up. There might be no derelict, but on 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 a Tuesday, I've been watching um, Clark Gayford's moving house program. Oh yeah, and that and, and some of the houses that have been moved have been houses that have been stocked at a, at a particular place. As they've been houses that have been pulled off sites and they're just held in this big um, movers yard. Oh right, and so they were talking about a particular house. If if it wasn't moved, it would have been just demolished. Demolished, and the last one that they did, the last thing the um, building that they moved, and it was just the Tuesday gone, was a church. Um, oh, I think I saw a clip of it. On yeah, so and that that could have also gone south as well. But they, but the timber they use in that is 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 old, old timber. Oh, but it's it's usually nat- native timber. Isn't native it? timber, yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot of those older buildings are native, mm. but a lot of them get just get bold. It seems an incredible waste. Yeah, so, and and that's what sometimes these movers they get in and they move them and say, well, this could actually be we could actually you could actually use this because somebody could actually purchase it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a, it's a good program. He, he he comes across as a good good co-host of a program. Uh, the prime minister's better other half. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like he's got your heart in the right place. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, he talks to all sorts of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they don't rack him about as him being the yeah. The other half, but good. Mm, I, I, one thing I heard yesterday, and I, and I it strikes me um, as a grandiose waste of um, taxpayers' money is money that is fed into um, your, your sports, high performance sports, mm, government, government or taxpayers' money. Going to, into, um, and I was thinking to myself because the next article that followed was a a, a girl who was doing surfing, mm-hmm. um, whose whose father had died um, last year quite unexpectedly, quite young too. Right. So I just wondered, you know, you're pouring all this money into these sports like uh, cycling, rowing, this, 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 this. I wonder if you're pouring money into that sport. Highly unlikely, yeah. but the money—the money—the money we're talking about is a lot. But then, but then these then these damn athletes—they get sponsorship from this company there, yeah. this company there, that company there, this, this organisation there. So, why would they need government funding, funding for? Yeah, they get a hell of a lot of money in, from other sources. Yeah, that's always struck me as a bit double dipping. Mm. Yeah, I, I always like the concept. Like, okay, oh, grassroots sport. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Put a bit, put a bit of money in there. Allow the allow, allow the um the teams to have uniforms and probably better playing facilities and things like that. But, but the high performance sport. No, that should be private. 
It should be a sponsorship. Yeah, sponsorship, private, yeah, so, yeah. And this is, this is why you get the things, like, and, the, and the classic example, I know that Fred's banged on about the All Blacks and the, uh, how oh. much money they get. All oh, America's and, Cup. And the poor, yeah, the America's Cup, do bang on about that, do yeah. you? How much taxpayers has poured into that? Why, why should we, have, why should we the taxpayer, pay them when they're overpaid already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, um, at the trough. Yeah, and, com- and coming up before, just before Christmas um, time, a week away, where we have a lot of people who cannot afford to um, go away over this time, mm. cannot afford to have a decent meal at Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, already, of, they've already had a stressful year, and yeah, it's yeah. even more stressful this yeah, time of year yeah. because the expectation of all being jolly and um, blah, mm. blah, blah. Yeah, why should you be jolly? Yeah. Um, there's a, as I say, there's a big disparity between the haves and the have-nots from in this country, where those who can go over, go ho, go go have their holiday, go to their batch somewhere at Fongamata or wherever, and there's those who live in another in another community who don't even go outside there, yeah. can't go anywhere. And this time of year, because all, all those charities have been working throughout the whole year. I mean, this is a really busy, busy time. Yeah. And they should be commended for their efforts throughout the year, not just because of the time of year. Yeah. And, and I hope some more scumbags just change their mind about nicking stuff from, from uh, charities. And mm, Yeah. Well, for, for us as an organisation, Mick, we, we will... We, we, well, our last day is the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And from that, we just have that two-week break up to the 10th. Um, but at least you get a break. You get a break, yeah. But um, as I say, um, homelessness, lack of food, lack of money, that, doesn't, that doesn't go away. No, no, it's still there, right? It's still there. And some of us will just check our emails just in case things need to be, be sorted out. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'll put my hand about, up about that, and I've asked the boss about that. Mm. And you can just add it to the to your next pay, whatever it is, pay round. No, good, because, yeah, yeah organisation like yours, it, the demand is relentless, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. We we stop our free store as well, which uh, just gives people a rest. But um, A Hamilton East, they'll have their um, volunteers operating the free store on certain days during the weeks of the twenty um, seventh and the what would it be? But the third, I think, of January. Because so, you know, they're saying the demand is still increasing. Oh, it's, 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 it is. No, yes, it's, it's not going away. Yeah, it's, not going away. Work. Not going away at all, and that's the problem. And I think while we all talk about um, this time of the year and what, that we've copped through this or we're COVID, the, the, the thing, as I said, is that the, the other elephant in the room is, is the other stuff. Yeah. It's the societal um, stuff. The, as I say, the lack of money, the homelessness, the... Um, the behaviour. The, the behaviour, lack of food. And you talked about John Campbell, but yeah, I, yeah. we've run out of time to talk about that. Um, but well, yeah, we'll, see you next year. See you next year. Have a merry, have a merry Christmas, everybody. Look after yourself, and um, yeah, and, and all that other stuff. And we'll be back. We'll be back here on the first of January. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.